Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 162. It's the Hamvention Award winners on our Hamvention preview, recorded live on Thursday, April 25th, 2019. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Michael Coulter, W8CI. And Dr. Nathaniel Fursell, W2NAF. And we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week, Paul Stetzer, N8HM, was here to talk about the AMSAT Academy. And if you missed the show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. Or you can catch the rebroadcast on WTWW, that's 5085 AM, Saturday evenings at about 6.30 PM Eastern Time. The Hamvention Preview continues tonight with Michael Coulter, WHCI, who will fill us in on all the Hamvention Award winners, including Dr. Nathaniel Fursell, W2NAF, who is this year's Amateur of the Year. And next week, we'll preview the WWV Forum that will talk about the 100th anniversary this year for WWV. And then on May 9th, Michael will be back again to give us all the latest news and changes and any breaking news that might happen for this year's Hamvention. And then on Hamvention Eve, May 16th, don't miss Ham Talk Live, coming to you live from Dayton, as we'll bring you up-to-the-minute weather, traffic, and parking reports, and all the information you need to make your Hamvention trip a success. We'll be live from Spring Hill Suites, Dayton South, Miamisburg, in the conference room. And if you haven't made your hotel reservations yet, Spring Hill Suites, Still has some rooms left, so uh, be sure to give them a call. Spring Hill Suites, Dayton, South Miamisburg is the official Hamvention home of Ham Talk Live. Reserve your rooms now at Marriott.com or call 888-850-6391. Also, uh, there's still time and space available to sign up for Contest University. If you're a beginner or an experienced contester or just wanting to learn about 
operating and station design. There's all kinds of opportunities for you at Contest University to learn from the best. It's held at the Crown Plaza downtown on Hamvention Eve, Thursday, May 16th. Uh, starts at uh, 7 o'clock with breakfast, and things get rolling about 8 and goes until about 4.30 or 5. Uh, the cost is $85, or you can get a $10 discount if you've made a club meeting presentation or written an article about ham radio. Uh, you'll get the discount. You can register at contestuniversity.com. Again, that's contestuniversity.com. And you do need to pre-register for that because there's a lot of preparation that goes into that, and they need to have uh, some numbers ahead of time. So be sure to pre-register if you want to go to that. Well, get your questions ready to go. Actually, uh, we're having some phone line difficulties tonight, so uh, we're going to be watching Twitter uh, tonight. Uh, our Twitter handle is at HamTalkLive, and if you're listening live on Spreaker, you can uh, also comment um, in Spreaker on the chat, and we'll get that as well. Um, we might have a, a phone line working later, but uh, it's not looking like we will. So uh, we'll just keep it to Twitter and uh, Spreaker tonight. So uh, again, uh, tweet us at HamTalkLive with your questions, and we'll take a look at those. And I'll be back with Michael and Nathaniel right after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. Create your own band opening. ICOM's newest SDR transceiver, the IC9700, is coming soon. This radio is bringing direct sampling to the UHF-VHF weak signal world. The IC9700 all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features such as dedicated amateur satellite operation, color touchscreen, D-Star capability built right in, RF direct sampling on the 2 meter and 70 centimeter bands, dual independent receivers capable of full duplex operation as well as dual watch, and 100 watts max power on 2 meters, 75 watts max on 70 centimeters, and 10 watts max on 1.2 gigahertz. Pack your bags because the Dayton Hamvention is coming up. From May 17th to 19th at the Green County Fairgrounds and Expo Center, you can see the latest and greatest ICOM gear and meet hams from all over the world. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. All the information you need for your trip to Dayton. It's Hamvention Preview here on Ham Talk Live. Well, if you're going to Hamvention 2019, become one of the lucky winners to take home a limited edition swag kit, visit ICOM's website to enter into the swag contest today. That's icomamerica.com slash amateur. Be sure to check out ICOM at Hamvention this year and... Uh, We'll be talking more about Hamvention here in the next several weeks. And tonight, Michael Coulter, WHCI, the official spokesperson and one of the chairs of the awards committee for the Dayton Hamvention is here. And he's uh, here tonight on behalf of Dara to recognize this year's award winners. And so we'll uh, talk about some of the awards here, but... Um, we have one with us live, so we'll uh, spend most of our time 
uh, talking uh, with uh, Dr. Frizzell here. But uh, Michael, welcome to the show. Welcome back. And uh, let's talk about some of these award winners. All right, Neil. Uh, first off, thank you very much for your support of Amateur Radio and of uh, Hamvention. And I want to thank all of our 700 plus volunteers that put on Hamvention. And I'm very fortunate to, uh, to be here to, to speak on behalf of our awards team. And um, <clears throat> I guess that uh, most people know we have four big awards. And uh, our, our Technical Achievement Award this year goes to Pietro Bagali, uh, I2RTF. And many of you know he is the inventor and designer and builder of the Bagali Keys. But he's also an author, and he is very avid um, um, uh, supporter of amateur radio, actually throughout the world. And he does what he can for amateur radio. But his keys, his his uh, keys are just works of art. We consider them to be very elegant works of art for amateur radio. So for that, we we have uh, given him the technical achievement award for this year. Our Special Achievement Award uh, goes to uh, Chris Jansen, DL1MGB, and he was the president for four years of the uh, WRTC 2018 in Germany. And that is a huge, huge undertaking. And Chris is a very uh, modest man, and he uh, was the leader of a very uh, um, successful team, that put this whole event on. I know I got to go to uh, Germany to Friedrichshafen and you know watch him push that at Friedrichshafen. He's pushed it at uh, uh, in um, <clears throat> Tokyo. He's pushed it in other parts of the world and and in the United States. Just a tireless worker, uh, uh, a great attitude, and uh, really very very deserving of the award. The WRTC I think makes. Uh, a big difference in in uh, the skills in, in the amateur radio world. And, and uh, you know, it's likened to the Olympics, held once every four years. And we want to recognize that special achievement that uh, Chris Jansen uh, made for uh, amateur radio. The club of the year, uh, the Nashua Area Radio Society um, of Southern New Hampshire, they work a lot on mentoring and youth outreach and, and have brought many, many uh, new amateurs into the hobby and not only help them get into the hobby, they make sure they get on the air, which in, in my mind and a lot of our minds is that's a big thing. You go out and you get a license and then you think, okay, I know I got to get on the air. So uh, they make sure that happens. They have uh, more than 200 club members that con that are regular contributors to the activities that they have. They work a lot with youth and emergency communications. We found them to be an extremely well-rounded club, and we were ha happy to give them the Club of the Year award. <clears throat> and Neil, if I could uh, take a moment to, to mention that um, our committee really wrestles with these awards every year, and we we pretty much have a matrix and uh, way that we go about finding and determining the winners. And, um, you know, we look at uh, the organizations or the people who have really 
made a difference to a large segment of the amateur radio community. You know, it's not necessarily the, the person with the biggest antenna or whatever. It is the, the person or the group who makes a difference to the wider audience, the wider membership of our amateur radio community. And that's very difficult to choose. And we have also, uh, I guess, in recent years, I don't know if it's been 10 years now uh, or not yet, but the club of the year has uh, become a very competitive um, uh, classification of award to win. And um, there are so many great clubs out there, but we also feel that a club makes a great contribution to that, to the amateur radio community as well. So with that, um, Neil, I'm going to send it back to you here. And why don't you go ahead and introduce um, our amateur of the year? All right. Well, thanks for uh, all the information. And yeah, we were sure uh, want to uh, recognize all of the award winners. But joining us tonight uh, live via Skype, we have Dr. Nathaniel Fursell, W2NAF, and he has all kinds of scientific interests. And so that's always uh, nice being the, the scientist that I am, too. Uh, so love to hear about his work with ham radio and science and connecting all of that with uh, HamSci and, and the Solar Eclipse uh, QSO party and everything. Um, and uh, the NGIT Amateur Radio Club, and and some some new ventures even. So, uh, Nathaniel, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Neil. I appreciate it. It's very and, nice to be here this evening, and um, I'm very grateful to be selected as Amateur of the Year. So, thank you. Well, you've certainly done a lot to um, advance the science of ham radio and and also i know from from some of the um, ncj articles uh we've done uh you've also made connections with a lot of um students at ngit and, and some of your research students and um so it's it's not only the science but also uh some of those uh ham radio relationships that you've made and so, uh, Michael, why don't you talk a little bit about um, your committee and uh, and selecting him and and uh, go through all the uh, all the um, uh, vital information here about the award? Well, the amateur of the year is um, you know it's it's pretty much given to a ham that's made a long term commitment to the advancement. Uh, of amateur radio and um, the individual usually has a history of ham radio contributions and has had a dedication to service professionalism and the advancement of its avocation of amateur radio and um, Nathaniel um, just really stood out with all the different things that, that he accomplished and if if I could just mention a few things about him and because uh, I want this to be, I want him to talk as well, but he's been licensed since uh, 1998, and he was the founder, principal founder, and leader of the Ham Radio Science Citizen Investigation, AMSI. And it's a collective designed to join professional scientific researchers and the amateur radio community together to help each other. And 
when he first learned about uh, ham radio while in middle school from his Elmer, and uh, he was at a jamboree on the air event. And he decided when he was listening in this little small cabin in the woods, I think probably like all of us, he went, whoa, this is pretty interesting. I like this. You mean these people are from other parts of the world and they can talk to me and I'm just a scout? And then then from there, I, I believe, if, if I get it wrong, you can correct me later, Nathaniel. But I think that... Um, you know, it, it triggered his mind into a very uh, a much more of a scientific career and looking at amateur radio not only as the importance of communication, which he is, you know, very adept at, as well as the social side of it, bringing people together, bringing like-minded people together, especially in his age group. And, and we just felt that uh, with his contribution, even at a, at a young age, um, you know, to win this award. He may be the youngest that's ever won the Amateur of the Year Award, but nevertheless, his contribution, especially with youth in amateur radio and other scientists in amateur radio, has just uh, been over the top. So I'm going to uh, let him uh, finish. Um, I, I'll, I'll mention one more thing. He does have a uh, Bachelor of Science in Physics and Music Education and I thought that was a very interesting combination. And we'll have to talk about music someday, uh, Nathaniel, because that's a great combination. But um, he is—he went on to um, uh, Virginia. He joined the Virginia Tech uh, Amateur Radio Club, and and then from there he got his PhD from uh, Virginia Tech. So anyway, um, it was uh, that was. I wouldn't say an easy pick, but it was he just rose to the top with all the great things that he's doing. And I've left a lot of things out and some of the research that he's doing, but I'd like for him, I'd like for Nathaniel to talk a little bit about it as I've given a brief introduction. So, Neil, let me give it back to you. All right. Well, uh, you know, there's just so much going on there, and, and there's there's a lot of physics in music too. So we'll, we may have to talk about that if we ever – get to some time here, but, uh, uh, Nathaniel, you, you've got some, um, you know, a lot of things going on and you're going to have a lot of things going on there at Hamvention. So tell us some of the things that you've got going on, uh, that people can participate in. Well, let's see. So, um, the Hamside group, um, thank you, Michael, uh, for that nice introduction. I think that was all correct. The Hamside group uh, really does try to bring together both um, the professional research community and the amateur uh, radio community because both groups have so much to uh, give to each other. Um, so at the Hamvention, uh, we have we're going to have a Hamside booth where you can come and talk to the different people who are participating uh, in the Hamside. Uh, collective and so this includes uh people like myself uh the m uh dr philip erickson w1pje from the mit haystack observatory he's going to be there um dr gareth perry who has uh worked he wrote a science paper using data from field day uh where a satellite passed overhead he'll be there as well so there's going to be quite an interesting group of people there uh, we have we will be located in the Ham Radio 2.0 area, um, which is 
a booth uh, 4304, and we're going to have booth talks there. So there will be um, people who will actually be giving short presentations, uh, some demonstrations, people who've been working on uh, different um, measurement devices or instrument devices. Uh, they'll be giving live live demos in the Hamside booth. And then we also have the Hamside Forum, which is going to be on Saturday morning, uh, starting at 9.15 a.m. And um, one of the main themes that, that we are looking at this year is ionospheric variability. So you'll hear a number of talks, um, one from Steve Serwin about ionospheric disturbances at dawn, dusk, and during the 2017 eclipse. And he's a good example of someone who came from the ham radio community, uh, did a great experiment, wrote it up into uh, QEX, and he'll be presenting that. Phil Erickson will be talking about the um, listening to the differences in the amount of time between the time ticks from WWV and using that to observe how the ionosphere is changing. Uh, we'll have a, a younger person and his grandfather, so Ethan Grace and his grandfather George Lamaster will talk about sudden atmospheric disturbances. And um, finally, a Scotty Cowling for Tapper will talk about one of the current Hampside projects, the uh, personal space weather station, and how we're trying to develop a software-defined radio that is uh, specifically usable for scientific purposes. So I think that's pretty much it. It's the booth talks, the booth itself, the demonstrations, and the forum. Uh, that, uh, that's plenty to plan for. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is, and and we're in the, we're in the planning stages right now. Um, so I mean, if you go to hamside.org, there's a, a little page about the Hamside team where we're uh, filling out all of the presentations and the uh, demonstrations. So we're we're getting our team together. Very good, and I, I think I'm actually supposed to be over there for a little bit uh, as well. So we'll. Uh... Be talking about the youth contesting program a little bit, so uh, that's looking great. Forward to that, and uh, looking forward to Hamvention. Well, we're going to take a break here, and uh, we'll come back, and uh, we'll talk some more with Michael and Nathaniel, and we'll take a look at the tweets and uh, the comments on Spreaker here, and um, any questions that you have, send those our way, and uh, we'll try to get those answered tonight. We'll be back after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Hey, honey, have you seen the PL259s anywhere? No, I haven't. Come on, kids. Let's go. There's just one place to go for all of your connector needs. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. A giant warehouse of connectors and adapters for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And they have antennas, soldering supplies, cables, meters, and more. Where do you go if you want to buy a connector at a fraction of retail cost? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquid sale. Buy nine solder type PL259s. Get the 10th one for just one penny. They make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a PL259. 
Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Hi, I'm Scott Cole, KB9AMM, president of Tower Electronics. I like the company so much that I bought it. Tower Electronics, coming to a ham fest near you or online at pl-259.com. And we're in the yellow pages under Amateur Radio Connectors. My, wherever did you get that lovely PL-259? Tower Electronics, pl-259.com, or call 920-435-2973. Do we sell PL-259 connectors? Nominations are now open for the Amateur Radio Newsline, Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF, Young Him of the Year Award. I'm Don Wilbanks, AE5DW. Since 1986, we've had the honor of celebrating the accomplishments of youth in ham radio, and we want to know about your exceptional young ham. You'll find the rules and a nominating form by clicking the YHOTY tab on arnewsline.org. Fill it out, send it in, and we'll see you and an amazing young ham at the Huntsville, Alabama Ham Fest in August. Thanks, and 73 from Amateur Radio Newsline. Ham Talk Live with Neil Rap. Thanks to Tower Electronics for helping bring the show to you each and every week. Coming up this weekend, the 27th, will be in Calhoun, Georgia. May 4th, Cedarburg, Wisconsin. May 5th, Sandwich, Illinois. And, of course, they'll be at Hamvention May 17th, 18th, and 19th. Or you can visit them online anytime at pl 259com And Ham Talk Live, we're on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m., Right here at HamTalkLive.com, and you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And also, uh, here's something else going on during Hamvention Weekend. The uh, Voice of America Museum has their special Hamvention hours, Thursday, May 16th from 4 to 9, Friday, May 17th from 4 to 9, Saturday, May 18th from 1 to 9, and Sunday, May 19th from 1 to 5. And also that special WLW transmitter tour is only on Saturday night from 6.30 to 9 p.m. And pre-registration is required. Uh, and you can do that at voamuseum.org for more information. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago here on the show. And uh, if you go over to our YouTube channel, there's a little promotional video for that. You can check that out and see what that's like. But uh, this may be... Uh, one of your only chances to get to go on that uh, WLW transmitter tour. So check that out at voamuseum.org. Well, we've got some chatter here tonight. Again, uh, our phone lines are, are down this evening, but uh, we've got some chatter on uh, the chat here on Spreaker and on uh, Twitter. So uh, we will get to those comments here in just a second and if you're listening to us on the podcast edition or on wtww uh you you won't be able to chime in because uh it's a live show on thursday night so um you're listening to a replay right now so uh let's get to some of the comments here first um uh, Scott Dunn, KM4PMP, is a uh, first-time listener, so thank you, Scott, for tuning in. And um, Dan Romanchik, KB6NU, is here listening tonight and uh, 
says that uh, he's excited about uh, Dayton coming up again, and he'll be teaching a one-day tech class there, and there's some space available in that. So if you know somebody that wants to do the, the one-day crash course, why well, uh, Dan is uh, the expert on that, so he'll be uh, doing that at Hamvention as well. And Michael Colley, W4MCA from Orlando Hamcation, says congratulations to all of the winners tonight. And... Uh, over here on uh, Twitter, we have uh, the Orlando Amateur Radio Club. Say uh, they say congrats to all of uh, the award winners, and uh, they they were the 2015 Club of the Year award winner. So congratulations uh, from them as well. So uh, our guest tonight uh, is Dr. Nathaniel Frisell, W2NAF, um, along with. Um, the spokesperson of Hamvention and uh, the co-chair of the awards committee, Michael Coulter, WHCI. Um, so, Nathaniel, we were talking a little bit, uh, or you and Michael actually were talking during the the break a little bit about, uh, you know, sometimes a, a scientist, we, we kind of, you know, think everybody is scientific and maybe kind of scared off of, of some of those conversations. But really, this, this Hamsi thing is really geared toward being accessible to the, the common citizen. So talk a little bit about that. Right. So uh, at Hamsi, we really want to bring together both ham radios and ham radio operators in the professional research community. And, you know, when we talk together, we really do try to make it so that you can understand what's going on and, and the things that you've learned about propagation from studying for your ham radio license. Those are the same sorts of things that are going to help you under, help you to understand this. So when you come to the HamSci forum or you come to the HamSci booth talks, there's going to be presented in a way that should be accessible to uh, most ham radio operators. And if there's something you don't understand, one of the nice things is that you can come up and you can ask a question, and that's absolutely fine, and we'll do our best to answer it. Uh, but we've had pr- people from all ages and um, backgrounds participating. Uh, we've had, even at the HAMSI workshop this, uh, you know, just a few weeks ago, we even had some high school students participate. So uh, we really try to be very accessible. Well, that's, uh, that's great. You know, you've got some ways that you can get some science in here, but you know, it's not, uh, it's not, as I like to call it, rocket surgery. That's, that's the combination (laughs) of rocket science and brain surgery. So, uh, we've, we've got that covered. So, uh, you know, come by, check it out. Uh, it's it's a great opportunity to get some of that at Hamvention. And then, you know, you've been putting on a, a couple of these uh, forums nationwide uh, um, on things. You just had uh, the Case Western Reserve edition of, of the HamSci conference. That's right. That was uh, just this past March 22nd and March 23rd. And um, we had it at Case Western Reserve University, and their club, W8EDU, uh, hosted the workshop, and um, I led the organization of all of the talks. And we had a, a wide variety of people talking on everything from traveling ionospheric disturbances uh, to uh, sporadic e-research to using, um, even just using um, 
ham radio on either balloons or you know new DMR repeaters uh, to help track um, you know scientific experiments and provide the back end communications for that. So it, it was quite an interesting conference. Yeah, I'm always intrigued by all the uh, the topics and love to uh, to get to one yeah. of those. We're hoping it, within the next few weeks. I'm hoping by Hamvention to have the um, videos of those talks from the Hamsai workshop up on the website. So we're hoping to get those out there, and hopefully by the time Hamvention rolls around, we'll have that wrapped up. Well, that sounds great. Well, Michael, uh, you have anything else you want to throw in here about the awards? <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for uh, asking. A couple things to mention. I, I want to say hello to uh, my friends in Orlando who were the Club of the Year Award winner a few years back. What a great uh, club. What a great event they have down in Orlando. I also want to uh, mention I was in Visalia uh, recently. What a wonderful event that is in uh, out in California. Um, I learned a lot, met a lot of great people, and I want to uh, congratulate again on Nathaniel. And, um, you know, a few years ago, I had the opportunity to uh, give the Amateur of the Year Award to uh, Dr. Joe Taylor and, uh, you know, get to meet him. And it was It was kind of funny, you know, like trying to contact him and say, you know, Dr. Taylor, you won this award, and do you know who I am? <laughs> and it was very, it was interesting how, uh, you know, getting a hold of him was, but, uh, and, and the reason I bring his name up is because um, Nathaniel reminds me so much of a young Joe Taylor, and I think I've, I've mentioned that before, but, um, you know, he's, um, Nathaniel's really making a difference, a difference for youth, a difference for amateur radio so i'm really excited uh, that that he is the um the amateur of the year and uh to us it's it's a you know a great a great honor and i think to most of amateur radio it is a great honor and uh we are all pleased that uh, he's won that award and that you know he's not resting matter of fact he's ramping it up and um i know that he's uh he he might mention he's uh, he's on a new tenure track coming up. Uh, so uh, Nathaniel, congratulations! And I just couldn't um, we couldn't think of a of a more deserving uh, amateur for this year's winner. So uh, and also uh, Neil, thank you so much for having the program, for allowing uh, us to have more communication together where we could present Nathaniel and the award winners. Sure, I'm looking forward to Hambenchen, and I know a lot of people are. And um, and I'll say hello to anybody who might be listening to uh, on uh, WTWW. And uh, if they have questions, um, they can contact me. Um, I'm good on QRZ. Anyway, back to you, Neil. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, if you have a question or a comment, uh, give us a tweet here. It's at HamTalkLive on Twitter. We'll be... Uh, finishing things up here before too long but uh if you want to get a question in here or a comment uh at ham talk live on twitter or if you're listening on spreaker you can type into the comments here and uh, and scott says congratulations to uh, nathaniel as well so uh we appreciate the uh, the chatter here tonight we apologize for the uh phone lines being down but uh, looks like we're getting some uh some 
alternative methods and and that's what ham radio is, is about is is finding a way to get the communications through so <laughs> we we had a little unexpected practice at that tonight so uh, nathaniel you, you you've talked about you know all the things that you've got going with the ham side booth and the forum and, and all that kind of thing and you know, we all are looking at our, our schedules for Hamvention going, uh, okay, how am I going to get all this stuff done? But, but there's always, you know, you always have to carve out a little time to just kind of enjoy it. So I'm, I'm just curious, what, what are your must do things when you go to Hamvention? Oh, uh, I think, uh, for me, just kind of walking around and taking it all in, um, that's, and, and just uh, seeing people that I know, um, because, you know, I, I've gone to the Hamvention now for, you know, a number of years, I guess four or five years in a row. And um, I, I I know lots of people, like, for instance, the K2BSA group um, uh, working over at the National Scout Jamboree. They always have a booth up, and um, I've been a part of that group for a number of years, so it'll be good to see some of them. So yeah, just just seeing uh, seeing friends and taking it all in, I think. And then Michael, you just you just live there, so. <laughs> actually, actually, that's true. I do live yeah, there. I, do. I have a I have a fifth wheeler, and uh, I pull it in there. And uh, my friend uh, Jack uh, Gerbs uh, stays in one section of uh, the camper, and or the fifth wheeler, and I stay in the other, and. Uh, we uh, actually are there all the time, uh, except for there's a few outside events. And um, and one I failed to mention that I will reiterate is that Contest University. And I know Neil mentioned it earlier, and uh, 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 Tim Duffy, K3LR, puts on a spectacular program there. And it is, you need to get your reservation in, even if you aren't a contester. It is so interesting to go to it. You find out so much stuff, and it, and it helps it helps you uh, refine your uh, amateur radio abilities. And that's what I think. And the books are tremendous, but the the, the teachers there are just astonishing to me. And, and even the but what do I do there? The people that you the people you meet in Contest University are really interesting too, like the audience members. You are you're right on that, Nathaniel. Um, I and just just briefly um, to mention about you know what I do during Hambenchen, I hardly ever get a chance to shop. I mean, most of our volunteers don't get a chance to walk around and shop. They are so dedicated. They realize that you know it's an important pillar of um, amateur radio and what they're trying to do, and they really try to put their best foot forward. And I'll put a plug in for those volunteers. If you're there and you see a volunteer, thank them because nobody gets paid for this. And we're trying our daggone hardest to put on a great event. But, uh, Neil, your work there and in the night before the the, uh, Thursday night program, and I think you're going to have the sheriff on who is a ham now who took care of Mm -hmm. all of our traffic program. Exciting. But this shows more about Nathaniel, and and, uh, I hope that – Everybody takes an opportunity to visit, to go to his uh, forum or to go to his booth and go to the section that they, the, his events are going to take place. Go ahead, Neil. 
All right. Now, Nathaniel, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but was was there something you were going to announce tonight, or was um, that, or is that not? Oh, I mean, I, I can mention yet. it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you mean about sprinting? Nathaniel needs congratulations yet again, so we'll we'll let him do that. Right. So, um, one of the things. So, for the past two years, I've been working at the New Jersey Institute of Technology, and I'm extremely grateful to them because they've really they've really enabled Hamside to get started here uh, because they've uh, provided me with um, a lot of the funding and the support that has allowed me to travel to Hamvention and put on these Hamsai workshops. Um, but I was in a soft money position there. And um, so this year I have uh, won a tenure track position as a professor of physics and electrical engineering at the University of Scranton. So I'll be starting there in the fall and I will be working hard to try and keep Hamsai going uh, from that new position. Well, congratulations. A tenure track position is always uh, uh, a good thing because uh, you don't have to, to wonder when that, you know, grant money is going to dry up. So congratulations right. on that. And that's a, a great move. And uh, we look forward to uh, hearing more from Scranton and, and, and NJIT isn't going away. You're, you're still that's right. you know, not collaborating. Going away. And- so. Yeah, in fact, um, in fact, I think we're leaving. I'm leaving NGIT in pretty good shape with in terms of ham radio. The uh, ham radio club is still going strong there, K2MFF, and um, there's a couple new professors over in the Center for Solar Terrestrial Research, uh, some of whom will be coming to Hamvention as well, and so they're going to work with me as collaborators on this in the future. So I think it's uh, strong for both that university um, and for uh, the others that are involved. So, well, again, congratulations on the uh, the new job, and congratulations on the award. It's well deserved, and uh, we appreciate you taking the time to come on and talk to us again here. And I look forward to seeing you again in a few weeks. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And Michael, we'll have you back in two weeks to give us all the latest news and everything. So. Uh, we'll look forward to having you back in a couple of weeks and fill us in on all the latest from Hamvention right before we get ready to go. And then, like you mentioned, the night before, we'll we'll have weather and traffic and parking and all that good stuff. Uh, and uh, hopefully the sheriff can join us again and uh, tell us a little bit about some of the traffic patterns and those kinds of things and his experiences as a ham now. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, he he was with us in Orlando. We went to Orlando this year and worked a booth, and um, he was there. And uh, I also want to say hello to my friends in uh, Huntsville, Mark and Mark Brown and his team down there at the Huntsville uh, that do such a wonderful job down there too. Neil, thanks for having having us on your program, and we couldn't be more delighted to have Nathaniel. Uh, win this award just is it's a thrill for us and i think it's a great thing for amateur radio and nathaniel uh we'll be seeing you in a few weeks and and i'll be talking to you in a couple weeks neil this is whci all right michael thank you so much but uh that is going to be a wrap for tonight oh hang on we got no it's not oh michael says it was great uh seeing uh 
him in Orlando in February as well. So we'll let Michael get the last word in tonight. But uh, thanks for listening, and that's going to be a wrap for this week's Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Michael Coulter, WHCI, and Dr. Nathaniel Fursell, W2NAF, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and typing in tonight. And, uh, and I invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time when Matt Deutsch, N0RGT, and Dave Swartz, W0DAS, will be here to talk a little bit about the WWV Forum that will be taking place at Hamvention this year, celebrating the 100th anniversary of WWV. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, just go over to hamtalklive.com. And if you like Ham Talk Live, please leave us a review. Uh, that helps others find us faster. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Now, 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 now